Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest, man. We've got the face of the fight game. It is Mr. UFC. It's the one and only. It's Paddy the Baddy Pimler. Paddy, how are you doing, bud? How are we, the fellas? Long time, no speak. Nice to be back. Welcome, welcome back, bud. You know what I mean? We always count that UFC London as an extra pay-per-view of the year, so we couldn't not have you on. Man, what a wild journey it's been since you've arrived. It's been decent, hasn't it, lads? I've, uh, <laughs> I've totally enjoyed every moment of it. It's, it's quality. Paddy, I think, you know, a lot of the times, you know, people talk about superstars in the sports, but in terms of yourself, like, you were the first ever MMA fighter signed to Barstool Sports. Like, what was that like? Because that is absolutely epic. It's great, like the Barstool's family, shit, lad. Like I went in the office over there and stuff like that, and everything about them was just great. You know what I mean? People say, "Oh, what's it like working for Barstool's?" And I'm like, "Lad, it's more like a family." You know what I mean? It's not like work; it's absolute quality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, once, once you actually signed with Barstool, myself and Ross were like, "It's only a matter of time till Molly gets on that as well." Yeah, and then obviously she's a stoolie as well now, lad. We're flying. Absolutely yeah, fine. it's it, it's actually incredible, and then like. To see you guys do that walk with Gary Neville through Liverpool there the other day for Sky Sports, I was like, Sky Sports don't even cover MMA. And that's how big these two are now. That like They're like, right, we'll have to get Paddy and Molly on. Like, what's it like on an average day of you walking down the road in Liverpool prior to the UFC and now you're in the UFC? Because I'm sure prior to the UFC, everyone noticed you anyway. But now you're in the UFC, it must be non-stop. Yeah, it's, it's obviously different now. Like, even but like from the time I said... In Cage Warriors after Teddy Violet broke my nose. Uh, I'm a scouser, we don't get knocked out. Ever since then, I've been getting pictures, lab and stuff, but obviously, it's, it's a new stratosphere now. Like, I went out on a night out with my mates about five weeks ago, just on the water and the Red Bull, the diet Red Bull. And um, I reckon I got about 500 pictures in like four or five hours. Although, one thing that's definitely bad. Played into your favours. I know you're a massive Liverpool fan, so uh, you know being pitch side for BT Sports and stuff like that. That's definitely yeah, got to yeah. be a cool uh, yeah, fans' that, dream. Uh, really, that was quality. That being there, being on BT, and not talking about it. But and he did these predictions. Man said three 0 and we got beat one 0 that night by Inter Milan. Uh, and we won't bring up that they lost four 0 the other day to Manchester United. Yeah, don't bring that up. <laughs> don't matter, <lad. laughs> Doesn't mean nothing, especially when we play thirty-seven different players in ninety minutes. I don't know, Jurgen Klopp said there's no such thing as a friendly against Man United, but that's just what he said. <laughs> that is just what but, he said. Uh, what, what, what was we on aggregate last year? Oh, I think it was 9-0 to Liverpool. That's, yeah, but that's last year, Paddy. You're living the past. Living <laughs> the past, <laughs> Paddy. We're still 20. Ah, that was only a bit of friendly banter. But uh, come here, Paddy. UFC London, what was it like the first time you walked out? Uh, what are you expecting this time? It was as I expected, I don't know what I mean. I was always going to make the crowd go wild. It was never going to happen any other way. And the next one's going to be bigger and better. It's going to be... I can't wait, lad. You know what I mean? The next one, people have to know what to expect. And it's going to be another unbelievable atmosphere. And I can't wait to blow the roof off the gaff once again. Uh, well, you've been saying for a while that like you're literally going to do everything you have been doing. We've had you on while you were on Cage Warriors, and now seeing you explode has just been like pure entertainment, but like fully deserving as well. Like, 
when you told the UFC and Dana that like you were going to come in and be the boy, do you think he really expected you to be this much of the boy? Don't know, lads. No idea. They they knew what they were saying, like, but I don't think they expected it to blow up as much as it has. But as you say, I've I've believed in myself the whole time. From whenever my first amateur fight and won that, I just I knew what was happening in the future. And for the past seven, eight years, I've been saying I'm going to be the biggest star in the UFC when I get there. And I've only had two fights, lad, and I basically am. I, I think it's one of those things where in MMA you need a country behind you or you need a city behind you. And like you have Liverpool behind you, the way Conor McGregor had like the whole of Ireland behind them. I think that's so vital. I think that's why a lot of like, you know, the US stars are just like sort of defaults because they're just like another number. Like if you look at Adesanya, like he's like representing Nigeria and New Zealand. And I think because you've got the city of Liverpool, which is such a working class city and like you're their guy. You know what I mean? I think that's what makes you such a superstar. And when, you know, people see the crowd reaction that you get, that makes everyone go, geez, who the fuck is this guy? The fifth Beatle. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I know I'll always have the whole city behind me, no matter what goes out saying. But I think because I'm a, because I'm like anti-establishment and anti-monarchy, lad, I have so many Irish, Scottish and Welsh behind me, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, you won't get any arguments from us here about that. Yeah, the Irish love you over here as well, Paddy. Like, er, er, like everyone is talking about you fighting on this card. Even my dad, who like is not mad in our show, but like he's like, I told him you're coming on. He was like, "That's unreal." Like, it's it, <laughs> transcending over. Yourself and Molly are doing some sort of wave that's almost like resembles the SBG Ireland Conor McGregor rise as well. So it's like pure entertainment. Like it's funny, fans, we love it. People always say to me like. When, when like photographers and cameramen and stuff like that come to the gym and they say, oh, I mean, yeah, they want to go and do stuff with like UFC fighters. They go, oh, I don't know much about that UFC. The only ones I know are Conor McGregor and Paddy the Body. <laughs> well, like, that was pretty my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're definitely the two biggest stars in Europe. But uh, tell us a bit about Next Gen because like there's something in the water there at the moment. Not only are yourself and uh, Molly leading the line, but like the lads in Cage Warriors, you know, the King of France, Adam Cullen. Uh, Nathan Fletcher, the Southport Strangler, we back. Uh, Luke Royley, Shemrock. You have a, a plethora of talent there. What, what's it like to train there on a daily basis? Um, what makes the gym so special? I've been saying it for years. We're the best gym in the UK by a mile, by an absolute country mile. Um, probably the best gym in Europe, if not one of the best gyms in the world. And I've been saying that for years, lad. And for years, I've actually been saying, don't worry. You'll all realise. You'll all begin to know over the coming years how good of a coach Paul and Ellis and Adam are and how good we are as a team and everyone's starting to realise that uh, as you said everything I say it, it's happening it's coming through and I don't talk shit lad it's that simple yeah we want to give a shout out to Luke Riley and Nathan Fletcher competing on Cage Warriors 141 on Friday the 22nd of July live in UC Fight Pass so shout out to the lads on, from Team Next Gen and obviously yeah, Paddy yeah. and Molly on the yeah. Saturday night first round finishes I can see it already I think to be honest I think all four of us are going to get first round knockouts me, Molly, Luke and Nathan all of our striking has levelled up and I just I don't see how any of our opponents can stop it tell, tell us this uh, how much is Chris Williams adding to your game then Paddy? yeah when it comes to me straight boxing lad Chris like me and Nathan both do our boxing with Chris and you'll see improvements in our next fight Know what I mean? But like, obviously, it's not just Chris. Me and me and Nathan also do a lot of striking with Ella Sampson. He's our MMA striking coach, and 
you're, you're going to see some crazy improvements in this next fight. Like, crazy. Yeah. Ellis Fent and uh, Big Rimmer, they're, they're the men. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, a, what a trifecta. Uh, it, really, it really does feel uh, special. It feels like quite the family at Next Gen. And, and we love Next Gen. They're always really hospitable to us. And, you know, your guys always make time for us. And we always appreciate that as well. Exactly. Uh, Paddy, also in the build-up to this fight, it's always great to see all the stuff that's done in the background. You're obviously doing your podcast, you're doing the vlogs, uh, like the way UFC Connected come in, the way Barstool are doing stuff, and like the whole team are getting involved in that. What's it like now in the gym, the way like there's, there's loads of cameras and stuff? Like, is there, Do you feel like there's extra pressure added to you, or do you thrive in these situations? I thrive, lad. Like, pre- pressure, I don't even know what pressure is. What's pressure? <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, t- tell us this. We spoke to Graham Boylan in Belfast, and he said that you've signed a, a new, new contract with the UFC. Uh, I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? Uh, pay the man. Uh, tell us this. Is this the first fight of that new contract? And with that new contract, now that you feel like you're being paid more, you're worth. Do you feel like you'll start trying to bump up into the rankings yet? Um, I'm getting some. I'm now getting like nearly what I'm worth. You know what I mean? I'm getting. A substantial a lot more money but you know mm. I think I bring in millions and millions and millions of pounds so until I'm getting millions of pounds then I'll be it won't be paid me with and is this the first fight in that new deal yeah perfect and uh what about competition level will you be looking to fight someone around the top 15 after this this win or will you just continue to take your time and you don't mind you'll fight whoever I'll fight whoever, lad. I'm not the matchmaker. Whoever they put in front of me, I'll fight, lad. I'm in no rush to start fighting top 15s. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't uh, need that. I'll continue to make money first. And, uh, Paddy, obviously a lot's been made of uh, Jordan Levitt's dancing coming into this fight. Uh, when you win, will you show him who the best dancer at 155 pounds is? Yeah, <laughs> never know. I might end up fucking swerving on him, lad, but he's definitely getting teabagged. <laughs> when I heard he said he was going to twerk, I just couldn't believe it. Like, what? Like, what did you think when you heard that as well, Paddy? I believe he thinks he's going to win, lad. Like, it's crazy. He can't finish his dinner, so I, I do feel like it's one of those things where anyone who's been brought over to the UK to fight a UK fighter is effectively being brought over to lose. Now, I'm not saying that they're not talented, but it's more like it's been geared up for the for the UK guys to win. Like, that's that's what the fans want. Like that's 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 yeah. what I, that's what I want to see. I, I want to see I want to see the O two erupt like it's the echo. Funny lad, because yeah. I can I I genuinely can't win though because like everyone's saying now it's funny on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, Levitt's gonna get a UD. He's gonna sit on top of him for three rounds. He's gonna win this and that, blah blah. And then when I beat him, everyone will be like, oh, you, you Paddy was meant to win anyway. Paddy was always gonna win. Know what I mean? I, I'm in a lose-lose situation, and he's in a win-win. It's great. It's great for any opponents who come to fight me, lad, because no matter what, I'm going to get criticism, and no matter what, they're going to get... Um, they're going to get what's it called. They're going to get props, even if they lose. Yeah, I, I do think you're expected to win, therefore. You know, I mean, you're also probably expected to win via finish and like if, if you don't get that finish you'll be like oh is he as good as, as people think he is but at the end of the day you know I mean you're on the field on your UFC run and it's all finishes so like what can you do you can't do any more than that he's getting finished in the first lad 
know what I mean? He's never been finished before and I'm going to change that. But he's only 10-1. and one. He's not really fought anyone. People are going on about that Puelles who beat him saying he's good. He's not. He's fucking shite. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, Paddy, are, are you looking at, Paddy, looking into the future, are you looking after this card to start competing in the US, like getting on the big pay-per-view cards next? Because like, surely I, that's that's what the next plan I, has to be. For. I won't be in the UK for a long time after this. You won't be? Until they do Anfield, I'll be fighting on pay-per-views. Yeah, you know, I, I can see it. Like, um, I know they're talking... here first, Ross. You sort of talk about the the Sean O'Malley treatment, but like I, I doubt you're getting Sean O'Malley on anything but a pay per view as of any time. And I know you you and Sean are uh, friendly online. Uh, I think I think you twitch together from time to time. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's things from time to time. He's actually a cool dude, Sean. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. And like you know what? Why not? You know, two superstars probably never going to end up in the same weight class ever. So like, why not be uh, friendly oh, towards him? Keep saying, "Oh, would you fight O'Malley?" And I'm like, "Oh, lad." I fight two weight divisions above him. How am I going to fight him? People just see two fighters and they're like, those two should fight. <laughs> it's, like, it's like me fighting fucking Jan Blachowicz or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I think, uh, well, you know what? That's when you know you made, made a lot of, uh, you see a lot of fighters back in the day and they were like, would you fight Connor? It's like, they'd be asking Stipe. It's like, sorry, what? You know what I mean? Like that—that's—that's that's how it happens. You know, and that's when you know you're getting the casuals interested when your name starts getting thrown in with the other superstars who aren't even close to your weight class. Well, people keep saying, oh, "Are we gonna call out after this fight?" And I'm like, "No one. I don't need to call anyone out. People talk about me because I'm the boy. Know what I mean? I don't mention anyone's name. I think I'm gonna give any other little nit some publicity. No, lad. I don't need to give any of these mushrooms publicity." All these clout chasers jump on my name like hand sanitizer boy. You know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> uh, Paddy, t- tell us this. Um, if When you do make that transition and start fighting the US for for the next while, will you be splitting your camp between San Diego and Next Gen or you'll be doing 90% of your camp in Next Gen and then maybe yeah. heading over no. to the US? That's me camp in Next Gen. I'll always do me camps in Next Gen, but we'll probably go out to America a little bit early. You know what I mean? To acclimatised to the time difference and stuff like that. Probably like to go out to Vegas like two weeks earlier, so I'm fighting Vegas. But at the same time, I don't want to take my coaches away from my teammates. Yeah. It's not it's not just me who fights that. They've got a full team there. So we need a... It's, it's, as I say, it's not, it's not just me and Molly fighting, lad. We've got Nathan, Luke, Cullen, Bonner, Ben, Shem. You know what I mean? There's, there's all sorts of lads there. Connor Wilson, Adam Wilson. You can't... I can't be taking the coaches away from them. So, obviously, we're going to have to get stuff sorted where it's not just us getting the the treatments because all the other lads need the training as well. No, absolutely. Um, Paddy, there's there's something I had to ask you, right? Like, obviously, Dana White and Dave Portnoy both uh, originally from Boston. Like, can you tell us what what sort of of similarities they have with each other? Just both cool as fuck. <laughs> Proper cool as fuck, lad, the pair of them. Simple as that. Pete Dana gets a bad rap, lad, you know what I mean? He's sound. <laughs> and I've met Dana, lad, he's cool. I, I don't think you can be in that position without getting a bad rap, though, Paddy, can you? Like, yeah. someone's going to eventually hate you. Yeah, someone's got to hate you, lad. It goes without saying that I'm the same, lad. I'm the nicest kid in the world. Till you get on the wrong side of me. But everyone seems to hate me. 
anyone found fault in anything I say. You know what I mean? I can't say, oh, he done well there. Oh, what about him? Uh, people just love talking shit, lad. Putting words in your mouth. Yeah, well, exactly. uh, you go just, just from looking, to... just from well, looking on the outside, Paddy, it looks like Dana and Dave, like they just seem like like a no is not an option. They'll just keep going and keep going and keep going and push the yeah. limit. And like, look how look how they brought both companies so big. It's uh, very inspiring, especially for myself and Ross doing a podcast, turning from nothing, now joining UC Fight Pass. It's just like keep pushing it and see how far you can go. As you know yourself, yeah. Paddy, look at you now, you're a superstar. Dave, coming to this next fight, lads, it's going to be quality. Yeah, well, like, he's after building an absolute empire from scratch. So, like, like he can't but respect that. And, like, yeah. the sort of close ties him and Dan Roy have is, is incredible to see. And, like you say, when you become a polarizing figure, people have something to say about you. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as, if you went in and knocked out uh, 11 and 10 seconds, someone would be like, yeah, but how would you do against Islam Makachev? You know what I mean? They'd always There's always an if button or maybe to put in there against someone you don't like. Funny that someone actually said that to me on Twitter yesterday. Um, after your next fight, why don't you call out Tony Ferguson or, Dust, or Dustin Poirier or Michael Chandler? I was like, because they're in like the top ten, and I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the, I, I think I think I think people are like already like jumping the gun. They just want to see you in there with those, want to see those with those the belt all their superstars. <laughs> they want they want to, they want to ride the you know Paddy Mania all the way to the top. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen, lad, but it's going to take time. I'm in the biggest weight division in the UFC, the main weight division, the Shark Tank weight division. You know what I mean? It's like they shouldn't even just have a top 15 for the lightweights. They should have a top 30 because there's that many good fighters. And where would you think you would rank in the top 30 now, Paddy? I'd be in there, like, definitely. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, like, to be honest. Paddy, another thing, what would be your most favourite moment so far since joining with the UC? There's been a lot of them, but like, if you had to pick just one out so far, what would it be? Choking Vargas, to be honest, because of how sick the crowd went. The crowd went bananas, or even getting sent videos from after the show of people outside dancing on cars, singing, oh, Paddy the body. Yeah, that, the, the, you know what? The scenes outside the O2 were loose as fuck. They really, really were. Yeah. Like, there's no denying it. Paddy, ne- ne- next time we see you walk into a cage in the UK, are you guaranteeing you'll be the main event? After this show, yeah, 100%. There's no way I won't be. As I say, I highly doubt I'll fight in the UK again until like 2025 when, when they can do Anfield. That's the, it's the only time that I can see myself fighting in the UK ever again, to be honest, when they do Anfield. I How make imagine? Too, I make too much money, lad, for them not to. They can't put me on more fight, fight nights. They didn't want me to fight on this card, lad. They wanted me to fight on the Edwards card. But I wanted more time in the UK. Give everyone the chance to come and see me fight one more time. Exactly. That's why you can't miss Paddy the Baddy at UC London on July 23rd. It's going to be an unmissable event. Ross, you've also got a special announcement to make as well. Yeah, the Enjoy Show will be hosting the UFC watch party for UFC London at 26 Leak Street. Um, Barry's going to leave a link in the bio down below to buy the tickets. Come see us. There'll be a UFC athlete there on the night, and there'll also be the UFC World Championship there on the night as well. So you can get a photo with both. Get a photo with us. Uh, we'll probably have some uh, Enjoy's glasses to give out. I don't know if you can see them because of the green screen, but there they are there. Paddy's got a pair. He's worn them before. They're really comfortable, Paddy, aren't they? Yeah, they're a sham pair of shades, lad. The, the, and you know what? We'll, was, we'll make sure to have another pair for you when we come over, Paddy. 
Yeah, everything in this house gets stashed, lad, and gets put in places, lad, by the missus, so I don't know where nothing is. Don't, don't worry, we'll get you another fresh pair, because uh, the missus probably is robbing them, wearing them around like after doing, doing the Hoover. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Look, Paddy, like we're you're a very busy guy, so we're gonna sort of we're gonna sort of wrap things up. But like, is there anything you want to say to the the Baddie Nation that are tuning in now, buzzing to see you compete on UFC London? I cannot wait to put on a show for everyone. I just I can't. Like I've said it before, I'll say it again. I was put on this earth to to beat people up and entertain people, and it's what I'm gonna do. July twenty third. It mightn't last that long, but. I'll put on a show. The body says don't blink, Ross. There you have it, Basmo. It's going to be done in one. Um, guys, thanks a million for watching this video. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, of course you have. Paddy's here. Uh, make sure to like, <laughs> share, smash that subscribe button. And as always, stay, stay energized. Stay energized. Energized shot. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing... Some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.